1: welcome everybody to another episode of shot in the dark i am your host john Ceno evil here let's get right down to it aw dark elevation starts with nyla rose defeating catalina perez perez tries to attack rose before the bell but fails and rose ends her quick with the beast bomb vicky guerrero uh brought a barbie doll with her to the ring and she breaks it on top of perez after she puts um then she puts the t-shirt on top of her like they've been doing usually. But this Barbie doll thing is something new here for Vicky and Nyla. Frankie Kazarian defeated Tiger Huas. This is a quick competitive match, but Huas looking real good as usual. But Kaz is able to reverse and put him right into the chicken wing for the submission victory. The Bunny and Emmy Sakura defeated Sky Blue and Kylan King. This match was real fun. It ends with Bunny and Sakura both hitting down the rabbit hole at the same time. But Bunny gets the pin on Kylan King. Jay Lethal defeated the debuting merrick donovan uh lethal pins him after hitting the lethal injection and then mark henry for some reason does an impersonation of an elephant after this uh the entire match he was teasing doing it and paul white didn't want to hear it tony shaman didn't want to hear it but mark henry is able to squeeze in his elephant ruby soho defeated amber nova this is nova's first aw appearance since august of 2021 But Ruby is able to enter quick with the no-future kick. John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order defeated Chaos Project. Fun match here with Reynolds pitting Serpentico after the German suplex-jackknife-pen combo. After the match, the Chaos Project kept attacking Silver and Reynolds until the rest of the Dark Order comes out to fight them off. And while this is going on, Mark Henry compares them to the Wu-Tang Clan again, and then he tries to explain to Tony Schiavone what the Wu-Tang Clan is. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. The Young Bucks, teaming up with uh, Brandon Cutler, defeated Dark Order's Evil Uno, Allen Five Angels, and Cole Kamana. This is the first time the Young Bucks have been on Dark since June of 2020, and the first time that they've wrestled at the Universal Studios uh, since they were in TNA back in March of 2013. So, little homecoming of sorts here. And uh this is actually Brandon Cutler's first match as well since October. Real fun, fast match here as expected comedy, a lot of comedy spots, but a fun match, about a minutes or so. The Bucks end up hitting the BTE trigger on Allen Angels, and then they kind of drag Cutler on top of him for the pen. Ruby Soho defeated a- Ashley Dumbois very quick with a no-future kick. We have Tony Schiavone backstage trying to interview Serpentico, but Luther kind of takes over and starts screeching and yelling and doing his Serpentico thing. By the way, on commentary, I think on Elevation, uh, Paul White kept swearing that Luther was like a NASCAR driver or a Formula One driver or something. Not sure if that's accurate, but something to look into if you're if you're interested in that. Match number three here was Josh Woods defeated A.C. Adams in about a minute with his tombstone into a throw. And after the match, Tony Schiavone interviews him in the ring and brings up the fact that he's the Ring of Honor pure champion. And, you know, good things are coming with Ring of Honor here. And Woods pretty much says that he's here to defend the title and he wants competition. So it should be pretty interesting if uh, the Ring of Honor pure title becomes like the AW Dark title or something. That'd be kind of, kind of interesting to do that. Ricky Starks defeated Darian Bankston with the Rochambeau. Diamante defeated Session Moth Martina with the Code Red. John Silver and Alex Reynolds defeated Chaos Project yet again, a rematch from the prior night. Uh, in this match, though, Silver pinned Serpentico after they hit the Dark Destroyer. Layla Hirsch defeated Marina Tucker extremely quick here with a Jujukotami. Top Flight defeated Arya Divari and Invictus Cash. This match is actually pretty long, uh, about seven minutes or so, so it wasn't a squash match. And a good match throughout. And Darius actually gets a pin on cash with a rolling germing suplex. Top Flight, after cut a promo, pretty much is hyping up that they're back. Ten of the Dark Order defeated Aaron Solo during the match. QT Marshall gets ejected, and then Nick Camarado tries to come in and help Solo. But Ten takes him out and then puts the full Nelson on Solo for the win. Emi Sakura defeated Chalance Royale. Uh, Taz was loving this match, obviously, as does her like opera singing gimmick. And Emi Sakura with her, you know, Queen gimmick. So he's just singing along and having a blast here. But Emi Sakura gets the pin after the twisting Vader bomb. Lance Archer defeated Sage Scott very easily with the blackout. And during the match, well, before the match, he brings out Scott's like tag partner, uh, Jake St. Patrick, and just beats him up throughout the match for no reason as well. Uh, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, the newest members of the Jericho Appreciation Society here, defeated Luke Sampson, Mike Reed, and Shane Stetson. Garcia quickly gets a submission win with the sharpshooter on Sampson. And in the main event, Frankie Kazarian defeated Joel. Joel was announced as part of the Andrade family office, the AFO now. Uh, And he even comes out to Andrade's music here, so it looks like his loyalty uh, stays with Andrade. Kazarian stops him very quick with the cross chicken wing. We go to NXT UK. Charlie Dempsey defeated A-Kid. Uh No defamilia in Dempsey's corner, as he said he would do this on his own. Uh, very good tactical match, but of course, right towards the end, Rohan Raja does show up, and he tosses A-Kid into the ring post as the referee isn't looking, Uh followed by Dempsey twisting up A-Kid in a modified bow-and-arrow-type move for the submission victory. Wolfgang interrupts Sid Scala backstage, um, and then Sid Scala says that, Next week, he'll be taking on the new special guest of Roderick Strong. So he'll be making his way over to NXT UK. Stevie Turner interrupts Aaliyah James backstage as she was being interviewed. Didn't seem too happy about that. Prime A and T-Bone of Symbiosis defeated Danny Jones and Josh Morrell. Jones and Morrell gets a little bit of offense in this match, but Primate gets the pin after a diving headbutt, and then after the match, as predicted, the Wild Boar makes his return and takes out Primate and T-Bone with a chair. He tries to get his hands on Eddie Dennis, but Symbiosis was able to save him. Nina Samuels was doing her Nina Samuels show backstage, and she ta- does a tour of the PC, and then Amelia McKenzie stops her and pretty much just makes fun of how she's dressed. Mustache Mountain had a little altercation with Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith, where they kind of much backed out of their rematch that they were going to give them, and says instead they will have singles matches first, and if they can beat Mustache Manton in those singles matches, then they'll get a title shot. The NXT UK Heritage Cup is on the line in the main event, as Noam Dar defeated Joe Coffey. Coffey gets the first fall in round two with the Glass Cow send-off. Dar comes back with a roller pin in round three, and then Mark Coffey and Shaw Samuels try to get involved in the final two rounds, but Noam Dar was able to hit the Nova Roller for the winning fall in round five. Impact Wrestling starts with Jordan Grace defeated Havoc by submission with a sleeper hold on Before the Impact. Anthony Corelli, the former Santino Morello, was actually on commentary for this show, uh, just for the pre-show, not the main show. And the main show starts with Josh Alexander in the ring talking about how his son kept asking when he was going to take the title from Moose as he hypes up the match for Rebellion and he will have his revenge. But Anna No More interrupts him. Eddie Edwards says that Alexander has been handed everything since day one. Alexander said that this isn't the man he knew before and he calls Edwards lazy and complacent. Matt Taven takes over and defends Edwards while putting down Alexander. But Alexander says that when championships... When he puts championships, uh when, when Taven wins championships, he puts companies out of business talking about Ring of Honor. Alexander challenges them all, but eventually is jumped by them before Rhino, Willie Mac, Heath, and Rich Swan come out to help him. Scott Demore interrupts and makes Edwards versus Rich Swan for the main event, and Willie Mack versus Kenny King for right now and says everybody else is banned from Ring all night long. From Ringside all night long. And we go to the first match. Willie Mac defeated Kenny King with the six-star frog splash. Moose interrupts Scott Demore backstage it says that he's not too happy with josh alexander signing but the more seems ecstatic and tells moose to sign his contract for the rebellion match and saves him the beat down from not signing it in the ring when he goes face to face with alexander we get a three-way match here this is a qualifying match for rebellion for the x division title ace austin defeated crazy G- crazy steve and john skyler so austin will face trey miguel for the title in a three-way and another opponent will be determined for this match as well austin gets to pin on steve after hitting the fold on him while he was on skyler's shoulders it looked pretty impressive Here we go backstage where Raj Singh was trying to get a word with Bupinder Gujar about why he isn't returning his calls. But Larry D makes his return here and says, Yeah, he knows he doesn't work here anymore, but doesn't mean he's not allowed to say hi to the crew. Uh, But he was told there's no room for him in Impact, but there is room for these two here. Uh, They get into his face, and then Larry knocks Singh out just for Gujar to get in his face. We get a video of the new tag team champions, Violent by Design, uh, talking about winning their title and talks about their new plan. We have an eight-woman. Uh, match here as the inspiration mickey james and chelsea green defeated the influence tasha Steels and savannah evans mickey james pins tasha after the mick dt and chelsea takes out caleb but a K on the outside with a low blow we get a quick video from jonah who pretty much talks about how he beat up and he took out pco and showed the world that pco is yet human Bullet Club is in the ring to cut a promo where Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows say that they are the OG Bullet Club, uh, and they are here, and they are walking around a little bit later because they don't have the tag team titles anymore, and they're putting the tag team division on notice and call out the Briscoes for their upcoming match at the Multiverse of Matches. Jay White gets on the mic and talks about being better and beating Alex Shelley before calling him out to come down here to to-sweet him. Shelley comes out. He says he has no regrets about his performance, but he was hurt mostly because, um... Because he didn't shake his hand. And then Shelly tells White that when he goes to New Japan and he fights Okada to remember his fingerprints are on him. And when he goes to AEW and fights the Young Bucks, that his fingerprints are on them as well. And the only reason that Jay White has happened is because of him. Chris Bay questions why Shelly is even out there standing all alone. But Shelly says he isn't alone as Chris Sabin comes out. And they challenge Jay White and Chris Bay as the Motor City Machine Guns will reunite next week for this match. Scott DeMore stops, uh, is stopped backstage by Josh Alexander. And Josh tells him that it should have been him versus Rich Swan in the main event today. But Scott uh, Scott makes Alexander versus Matt Taven for next week instead. Deanna Perazzo is being interviewed backstage about beating everybody who has stepped up to her champ champ challenge. Giselle Shaw interrupts her and says that she might accept her challenge. But Lady Frost stops her and says that she beat her already. So Deanna says, since you guys can't make up your minds and she has two belts, they will have a triple threat next week for all three. Eddie Edwards defeated Rich Swan in the main event with the Die Hard Driver, which used to be his old finisher at Ring of Honor, so interesting that he brought this back here. Really good match here with Anna No More, standing tall in the ring to close the show.
2: You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen, but Duncan's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast, complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses, or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberry just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
0: Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: NWA USA was, uh, even though the season finale was last week, this is more of like a showcase of upcoming talent, I guess you can say. As uh, Miguel Robles defeated Devin Graves, Magic Jake Dumas, who was the former Fable Jake and a brand new gimmick here where he's pretty much just like smoking a cigarette the entire time. Not sure what the gimmick is, but he defeated AJ Kazana with a TKO and Mems defeated uh, Deontay in the main event for this nwa power was a special surge episode and it pretty much served as a like preview for the crockett cup so throughout the match we have joe galley billy corgan and pat kenny the former simon diamond just running through the brackets of the crockett cup as well as a little bit of promotion uh for matt cardona versus nick aldis including a little kind of back and forth face off on the commentary table between them two we had a couple matches here as well some on un- un- you know unseen on un- before before never seen matches i guess you can call them as jay spade defeated sal renaro with a sky high allison k defeated miss Kate with the ak-47 and judyus defeated jamie stanley with the crucifixia nxt level up uh should be noted that like the intro graphic here changed a little bit so it shows like kind of like current main stars as they were before in like fcw and nxt and their current form so we see like charlotte roman reigns sasha banks seth rollins biggie riddle becky lynch bianca belair uh kind of you know a little before and after type of looks here pretty interesting but as far as the matches go, Trick Williams defeated Guru Raj with a spitting neckbreaker. Carmelo Hayes was on commentary for this match. Ivy Nile defeated the debut in Brooklyn Barlow. Uh, Barlow's debuting with her own entrance music and everything. She's the former Brooke Walter, who was signed back in August at the Las Vegas tryouts. Uh, she's actually the one that was backstage uh, a couple weeks ago on NXT, where she was like very impressed with Saray's necklace. So... Good to see her on TV here. And she didn't look too bad in her first match. She got a little bit of offense in, but Ivy is able to stop her and make her submit to the Dragon Sleeper. The Grizzled Young Veterans defeated Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs here in the final match. And that same unidentified woman that was in the crowd, uh, checking out Von Wagner in 2.0, was actually here as well. And she starts flirting with Brooks Jensen as he makes his way down to the ring. And Josh Briggs actually had to pull him away from her. And then the same woman distracts Briggs right for the finish, causing James Drake to pin him uh, after a little bit of help from Zach gibson and fallon henley comes out to yell at grizzle young veterans until brings and jensen goes and attacks them after the match so not not sure what's going on with this just this, this unknown lady that's in the audience you know first she was flirting with Von Wagner, now she's flirting with brooks jensen so maybe she's just there to kind of mess things up for for brooks and, and briggs i had no idea uh interesting though we got a New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong where Hikaleo defeated Kevin Knight with a choke slam. Kevin Blackwood making his debut defeated Aria Davari. Uh, throughout the match here, Davari was still teasing this gimmick of him like kind of going back to his heelish ways. He even tries to use a chair at one point, but decides against this. So Blackwood has enough time to get a roll up for the pin here. But after the match, Davari goes full heel and just attacks Blackwood um, with the magic carpet ride. In the main event here, Jay White, another US of J challenge here. And who is it the next person to accept this challenge? It is none other than Swerve, Swerve Strickland, Swerve the Realist, whatever he wants to be called today. Uh he was a surprise challenger. And then before the match, Jay White kind of puts up the two sweet symbol and tries to get Swerve to two sweet and back. But Swerve attacks him instead. And this was technically Swerve's first match after leaving WWE as it was Tate before all these other matches that we have seen so far. An extremely good match. Definitely recommend this match. Swerve even had the match won at one point. But of course, Jay White snucks in a little low blow, followed by the Blade Runner for the win. And after the match, Jay White cuts another promo saying it doesn't matter who steps up next to challenge him for the US of J challenge. WWE main event has Vera Mahan defeated Sabian Truitt with the DDT. And the Street Profits defeated Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin with Montez Ford pinning Cedric with a Sprog Splash. The only addition this week to the network was another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the (laughs) Dark.